Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles will show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, you just swap them out for more new-to-use styles. Since having kids, I have kind of lost my personal style and I'm using Armoire to help me find it again while trying out different brands and styles without having to add more physical stuff to my wardrobe. And I have a few events that are coming up that I know I am going to want some fancier items to wear than the items that I own. And I don't really want to go shopping for items that are going to sit in my closet without being worn after that one day. I hate the waste that that creates and I love that Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for any occasion and then send it back. I'm just really grateful that I have Armoire to help me dress for the occasion without having to add something to my closet permanently that I know I'm only gonna be wearing once. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armwire today. You're listening to Minimalish, a podcast where we talk about simplifying our stuff, our lives, our motherhood, all in a realistic way so that we can make room for what matters. We're not here for perfectly tidy homes or seeing how much we can possibly declutter. We're here for living with less, realistically. It's going to look different for all of us, but we're not really focused on how our version of minimalism looks anyways. We're focused on how it feels. I'm your host, Desiree. I'm a mom to two and on my own journey of living with a little less clutter so I can have more space for an intentional life. I'm no expert and I like to think of this as a corner of the internet where we're learning and growing together. So let's walk towards a more simple and intentional life. Here's this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree. And if you haven't heard the news yet, I shared it in a couple of places, but I haven't shared it here. I am moving soon. My family and I, we are moving, and we just moved two and a half years ago, so this was kind of an unexpected move. But the reason I say that is, one, it relates to this episode, and two, I didn't put an episode out last week, and that's the main reason why. We are in the trenches of moving. We have been for a long time. It actually took us two and a half months to actually sell our home, which was a lot because we've sold two homes before and it did not take that long, not even close. It really was only a day or two of showings for each of them. So the market, the time of year all kind of contributed to that. But either way, it has been a long time coming. And now that we are really moving along, we're in the midst of packing It's a busy season right now because of that. The main reason that I'm telling you that I'm moving is because this week's episode is about home. My guest this week is Noelle Jett. Noelle and her husband built their own home. They built it with their own hands. And the most impressive part of that is they did not know what they were doing. They did this without any experience. It was just her husband's dream to do this. So they went for it. 
and now they renovate other homes and they help others do the same. So if you have ever wanted to anywhere from like remodel a bathroom on your own to build your own house, if that's something that interests you, this episode is going to encourage you in that. What's fun about this episode is I recorded it back when we first put our house on the market. So, you know, and when we put our house on the market, we found the house that we were moving into right away. It has just taken us forever to actually sell our home. But the home that we are moving into is one that we are going to do a lot of DIY renovations on. And we've never lived in a home like that just because we don't really know what we're doing. So we never kind of made the choice to buy a home that needs that. Because, again, we don't know what we're doing. So if you feel that way, like, this would be cool, but I don't know what I'm doing, you are not alone. You're in good company because I'm with you. But we're excited to kind of embark on that journey soon. And this episode really encouraged me in it. More than anything, I love that Noelle's advice encourages you in anything that is new to you, in anything that you might want to do that you have no idea what you're doing, but you really want to do it or you really feel it on your heart to move forward with it. This episode, you know, while we talk specifically about DIY home renovations or building your own home, we talk about that, but this episode can really encourage you in anything that's new to you, that you feel like a beginner, that you have no idea what you're doing, this episode can encourage you in that. Noelle Jett is the creative force behind Jet Set Farmhouse, where she and her husband Daniel, along with their four children, share their lives, DIY tips, cleaning and organization hacks, recipes, homeschooling advice, and their home building journey. I know you're going to love this conversation. I know it's going to encourage you. So let's dive into my conversation with Noelle. Well, Noelle, I'm so excited to talk to you today. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Before we dive into our topic today, would you just tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do? First of all, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and talk with you today. So my name is Noelle Jett, and I live with my husband, Daniel, and our now five children in St. Augustine, Florida, where we built our own home, and we also have renovated and sold some old farmhouses, and we do like bathroom and kitchen renovations as well. I have loved kind of just following along with you and seeing the work that you all do. Um, I want to hear more about the story behind that, because this was not what you've always done, right? This is not like (laughs) what you set out to do. Um, So tell me a little bit more about your story, what made you and your husband decide to um, start renovating homes and doing it completely on your own? So when I met my husband, he told me that ever since he was in high school, he had dreamed of building his own house with his own hands. That was the like the key, key thing there. He wanted to do it. And I loved it. I thought it was a really cool idea. I was just crazy enough to think it was fun. Um, so that kind of became our goal when he shared that with me. So for the next seven years, we worked toward finding land and getting the process in place. So he, um, is a self-employed like tile and flooring contractor. So he would do like showers and bathrooms and floors. So we wanted to get our company to a point where it could sustain a build, both from a financing standpoint and from him having the time to be at the house and have, you know, employees doing the work. 
instead of him having to do the work. So that's kind of what we focused on for the next seven years. And then we jumped right in headfirst into a build. And this wasn't just like a, you know, like an 1800 square foot rectangle, like all the things I would advise somebody to do if I was coaching them on like their first build. Oh no. This was like a 3,700 square foot heated and cooled with like rectangle with like a pitches in and out and very like chopped up house, like all the hard things. That is so interesting. I like anything home DIY overwhelms me. So I'm excited to hear more (laughs) about this. You know, so your husband had like the background in flooring, but is that kind of the extent of the experience that you all had? That was it. And that's, well, you had experience. Well, yeah, we had experience when it came to the very end and we're putting our flooring in, but we had never dug footers or done a foundation or framed a house or done plumbing or electrical, you know, like all these components. Like, yes, I can drive a car, but I couldn't build a car. (laughs) Yeah. It's inspiring to just hear your story. Um, I want to know, because I think you know, your husband always had this dream. So that's one aspect of it is the dream, the actual want to do something. But I know like no matter what the dream is, if we don't really know the first steps, it can be that beginning process that is most difficult, I think, just like getting started. So I want to hear, you know, how did you all take the first steps? What was that like to kind of get over that hump of the unknown? And it, like I said, it took seven years. So this was not just like, hey, let's build a house. Okay, let's do it. You know, this was a very long planned out thing. So, and we just started small, like, okay, what what do we have to do? We have to be able to get finance. Like we're not going to have that much cash up front. So let's get our business to a point we can get financed. Okay, next, let's find land. How do we find land? Then, you know, we found our land. Then, okay, now we got to find a plan that we can do. And we just started little by little. So instead of focusing on the big picture and thinking about like what we're going to have to do overall, just taking little bits at a time and just focusing on the little things that we could control and doing our best on those. And then just kind of letting everything else fall into place without stressing ourselves out about it. Because to be completely honest, if I had known really what we were getting into, I would have been petrified. Like, I don't know that I would have done it. Like when we were halfway through and like so overwhelmed and we're living in a camper with four kids and we can't cook and we can't do laundry and you have to take a gallon of water with you into the bathroom to go to the bathroom because there's no running water. Um, when I was in the heat thick of it and I, if I would have told myself that in the beginning, I probably wouldn't have done it. Like no way, no way would I put myself in that position. But because by that point, we were so far into it, you just kept going. Like you just put your head down, you got yourself through those circumstances, and you pushed toward the goal. Yeah. One foot in front of the other. Like can't really go backwards at that point. (laughs) Obviously, you all enjoyed the process to some extent because you continued. So was that always the end goal to like continue renovating houses? No, at that point, we thought like we would just build our house and then Daniel would continue his business. Like we had no idea life was about to change for us. But insert social media. Social media came in and completely changed our lives. So first of all, instead of a house that probably would have, you know, we were thinking it would take us like five years to get it where we wanted it. We thought we would just do little bit by little bit and over time finish it. But instead, it 
in 18 months when we finished it, it was truly like book worthy, obviously, <laughs> there's a book now. Um, and so in doing that, it opened up doors for us and opportunities. And then we decided that instead of it being the pinnacle, like something that we thought it was, like this is our goal that we worked so hard toward, it just kind of became a stepping stone. And it just changed where we were headed with our lives. So we ended up selling that house, buying more property, doing that again. And then that allowed us to buy our first flip house. So we bought a 1920s farmhouse that was completely in shambles and ripped it down to the studs, rebuilt it. And we would have never had the capital or the means to do that if it hadn't been for everything else that had happened to bring us to that point. That is such a cool story of just how how you got to where you are now. So now your book just came out. So tell us a little bit about the book. So it's called Create Your Dream Home on a Budget. And it takes all of the things that we learned, not just in the course of building the house. Like, yes, there's so much from there. But Daniel also has the 20 years of experience in the flooring, in the tile, just working with customers and dealing with all the ins and outs of the construction business. So it's just full of inspiration and budget worksheets, templates, ideas, anything that you would need to not just build a house from the ground up because you know the, the amount of people that are actually going to do that big of a project are probably pretty minuscule. Um, but also just to make a room beautiful or a space beautiful. Any little DIY that you would want to do, it's got all kinds of tips and advice in it for you. Yeah, and I love that you're empowering people to DIY and make their homes their own because when it comes down to it, I mean, a lot of people don't have the budget to hire out someone to make these beautiful, elaborate spaces, but you are giving people the kind of encouragement that like you are capable of doing this. And we came from a place where time was our biggest asset. We didn't always have the money. We didn't have the money to just hire it out or, you know, just do whatever we wanted to do. But we had the time and the knowledge or the willingness to learn. If we didn't already know, we were willing to put ourselves out there and learn how to do it. And we use that commodity. And that is a commodity that more people have access to than money. Yeah. Well, I love it. I want to talk a little bit about how you could encourage someone who's maybe listening to this and thinking, I've never really thought that I would be capable of DIY home renovations, but okay, listening to you, maybe this is possible. So for the person who's listening that's curious about this, what are your tips for someone who really doesn't have a clue where to start? So think of like, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago, I think of like my dad, you know, he renovated my entire childhood home over the course of 20 years. But he had to either know how to do something or get in there and just by trial and error, figure it out. He didn't have YouTube. He didn't have like all of these books at his disposal and these other content creators with blogs and TikToks and Instagram posts showing him how to do things, right? He just had to learn and figure it out. We live in a day and age where you can literally go online and learn how to do anything. When we got our property, the first thing that we had to do was clear it, right? And I don't remember how much it was going to cost to clear it, but it was like astronomical. We're like, we can't afford that. Like that's a big chunk of our budget. So Daniel went on YouTube and he watched hours of videos on how to fell trees. He went out, he got the proper equipment and he cleared, I think there were like 60 plus pine trees that he ended up taking down by himself. And that which that's not even necessarily a DIY, but that's something that he didn't know how to do. 
He figured it out, he learned, and he did it. So there's so much information at our fingertips. If you really want to learn how to do something, truly there is no excuse for the knowledge. You can be taught it. You can figure it out. Everything is figure outable, right? You can figure it out online um, through our book, through other resources, and learn how to do pretty much anything. And also utilize the contacts in your life. Like if you have a dad, a brother, a friend, whoever that is in the industry or knows how to do those kind of DIY projects, pick their brain, swap something out with them. Like, Hey, I'll, I don't know, bake you an apple pie. If you'll come over and show me how to get this started or something like that. Just utilize those resources in your life. I want to take a quick break to thank the sponsors that are making today's episode possible. Think about someone who has changed your life for the better. How incredible would it be if your company could find more life-changing people right when you need them? If hiring is part of your job in any way, you need Indeed to help you find these people. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. You can find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. And if you hate waiting, Indeed's U.S. data shows that over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Something I love about Indeed is their Instant Match feature. Candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. It does the hard work for you, and it just saves you a lot of time. So join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit indeed.com slash minimalish to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash minimalish, indeed.com slash minimalish. Terms and conditions apply, cost per application, pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I love the advice. I mean, it is true there you can really learn anything from the internet, thankfully. Okay, but you all, how how many kids did you have when you were doing the first project? Like, you have five kids now. What does that look like? We actually have a whole section in the book about this, like how to include your family. Like, what do you do with your kids? And for us, we just brought them alongside us. You know, when the kids, we had the dirt piles, you know, all out in the yard. And when we took away the last one, they cried. They, they literally thought the dirt piles were there for them. And we would find little projects for them to do, like who can pick up the most nails off the ground? Who can um, you know, make the tallest pile of two by fours? Just different ways to get them engaged and involved. And I'm telling you, when we got done with that house, they were as proud as we were. Like they felt like they had helped accomplish this. And it was something that the whole family had done together. Because whether they're involved or not, they're making sacrifices, right? They're whether it's the family budget is tighter or mom and dad just aren't there as much, whatever whatever level of involvement your family has in a DIY project, the kids are sacrificing something, right? So finding ways to make them feel like they're involved and part of it just makes you feel more bonded, I think, as a family unit and just teaches them the quality, you know, what hard work does and what it feels like to work hard for something 
and then get to enjoy it afterwards. So when we sold that house, our kids are still sad. Like they still are like, we miss that place. Even though we didn't live there that long, it really felt like something we had all done together. To speak to that, because I do like to be very open and honest and I, I'm an open book and I don't want any other mom to look at me and be like, oh my gosh, she has had kids and she's doing all of this. Like I feel less than. First of all, remember, my kids are so spread out. My oldest is 17 and then 14. So I have a driver, in the like a personal chauffeur in the family. She hauls up, you know, helps haul the kids around. She goes to the grocery store for me. She helps with the little ones. And they both, the 17 and the 14-year-old, they're like second moms in the house. So just if your situation is different than that, please, please don't look at me and be like, well, I should be able to do that too. That's just how our family is laid out and how God happened to provide all of our children to us. Um, but don't put that pressure on yourself. If you have like five kids under the age of eight, you're like, what? Just bring them play in the dirt pile while I work <laughs> may not work out the same for anybody for someone else. Well, it's still, it's very impressive and also encouraging of just the fact that, you know, you're, you and your husband work together to, to make that work and have made it work over the years, you know, whatever age they were in the beginning till now. So it's encouraging either way. Of course, someone might need more help if their kids are much younger. Um, but there's always leaning on people around you if you have them to help in small ways. Uh, you know, if you're having a family member even help. I know for us, any type of work that we've done in our home, we've like had family members with us to kind of just help be that, you know, third set of hands, fourth set of hands when we have younger kids. But I mean, hey, the dirt pile works too. We were just at a friend's house that was doing renovations. They had a huge dirt pile and all of the kids played on the dirt pile the entire time. Like why? That's secret. If you're doing a renovation, get a dirt pile. You may just be (laughs) in your bathroom, get a dirt pile. (laughs) Yeah. And keep the dirt pile because (laughs) future fun. If someone's listening to this thinking like that sounds great, but it just sounds like a lot of work. I don't know if I'm really cut out for this. What are some reasons that you would encourage someone to learn and to move forward with this, whether it's renovations, even like DIY home decor? I know you talk about that as well. Um, Even building a home, whatever it is, they feel hesitant to try out. So I would say twofold. One is, like I spoke on earlier, time versus money. If you want to maybe have a feel in your decor that is maybe a little more elevated than you can afford, like you maybe can't go out to Pottery Barn or Restoration Hardware and buy everything that you want, but you want to create that kind of uplifted feeling in your home. Um, Or so time versus money. And then also that feeling that I spoke on pride, having that pride in yourself that I accomplished this. And when you, when you pour your sweat equity, you know, your blood, sweat, and tears into a project, you just have so much more pride in it than if you just hired somebody out to come do it. Like I talked to people that, you know, just hired a contractor and really had nothing to do with the process and just kind of showed up one day and know the house is done. And the pride that they have in that is just nothing compared to people I talked to that literally were there every day, you know, helped with the projects, picked things out, like painstakingly brought this thing to life. So it's just going to give you a bigger feeling of pride knowing that you accomplished it. And then you can take that knowledge that you learned and go on to the next project or go help other people in your family or your friend group that need it. You don't just, even with us, like all the things we learned, it didn't just stop with that house. We're now able to use that knowledge on other projects 
and put that knowledge in a book that allows other people to gain from that knowledge as well. So it's not like you're just learning these things and that's it. You can take that knowledge and put it out in, for good in the community. And I think, too, when it comes to anything with the home, like even if you're starting from a place of being completely clueless, once you learn one thing, it gives you confidence to continue learning more. And there, it's obviously very valuable to know how to, even if you don't fully know how to do everything, but to like have that ability to research and figure it out. And when you don't know how to do any of it and you're at that place from the beginning, it's like you kind of feel like you're stuck. But once you start to learn... I just from experience, like that's how I feel <laughs> with anything with my home. I have oh. felt in that clueless place, but every little thing that I learn, even if it's just like something with a lighting light fixture, you know, something small, it gives you that confidence to do more. Yep. And then you can take that knowledge and pass it down to your kids and give them skills and knowledge that they can use in their lives, just like with anything. Yeah, absolutely. Similar to what we were just talking about, I would love to hear like how the project and how this process in general, but like that first project of building this home from the ground up, like how you grew from that and maybe how like some of the lessons that you learned that continue to, I don't know, show up in your life now. So I actually wrote a whole nother book on this exact topic called From the Ground Up. And it was lessons that kind of like a metaphor, the house build for my life and things that we learned in the house build and how that correlated to things in my life. Um, but I think the biggest thing is just knowing and trusting that there's a bigger plan in play. Like something we thought was like a house, which is a big deal still like building a house. That's a big deal. We had no idea that something so much bigger was waiting for us right around that corner and taking the leaps of faith and just trusting for the small thing that we thought was just, you know, a build brought in this just much bigger thing. And so learning to just trust and rely on knowing that there is a plan for my life and I may not know what it is at all and it may overwhelm me to think about it, but just heading in the right direction and having that faith and trusting can open doors that will blow your mind. And I think that is just such a, was such an important lesson for me to just learn. And even when it came time to sell the house last year, I didn't want to. I was like, heck no, you know, Daniel was his idea. I was like, no, like this was our dream. This is what we've been working so hard for. I'm not selling this place. And he was just so convinced that that was what was right for us. And I sat down and I wrote out like 20 things. And I'm like, okay, if these 20 things happen, then I'll know that this is, you know, where we're, our family is supposed to head. And when I tell you every single thing on that list came true, plus things that I didn't even think to put on the list, I'm like, why do I do this? Why do I question things so hard? Like, why do I have to have this feeling of being in control all the time? I've got to learn to just trust and let go and let the things happen that are meant to be. Well, I love that. That is so encouraging. And I'm sure, like me, like so many people really needed to hear that. So thank you for that encouragement. Um, it's been so fun hearing about your journey. And I I've like I said, I've loved following along with you and seeing more. So anyone who wants more and wants to hear more, like other than the book, where can they find you online? Um, and even where can they find your book online? Sure. We're Jet Set Farmhouse on all platforms, which our last name, Jet, J-E-T-T, Set Farmhouse. And we are JetSetFarmhouse.com as well. 
Awesome. Thank you. Well, I have two questions I ask every guest, so I have to ask you them before I let you go. Uh, The first one is, what is something that you're simplifying right now? I am trying to simplify our wardrobes. I'm trying to like really buy things intentionally that will last more than one season. Yes, my kids included and myself and just be more purposeful, like less quantity and more quality and like putting thought into what I'm buying instead of just randomly buying clothes. Um, And just really trying to minimize what I'm buying and what those, you know, how cluttered the closets look. (laughs) Yes, I feel that, especially I'm sure with five kids, like even though one of them, one of them is only 10 weeks old, right? But still it multiplies and multiplies. I only have two, but I know it, it's out of control. And I only bought, like, I was very intentional. And I was like, he's only going to wear onesies for the first, like, three months. So I did. That's all I bought was, like, a couple packs of, you know, muted colored onesies. And that was all I have for the first, like, three months. So yeah, Yes, absolutely. Um, Okay. And then my second question is, what's something you're loving right now? I read this one and I started laughing because (laughs) it's the only thing I'm loving right now, but it's sleep. (laughs) I have a 10 week old. I knew chance I get. I'm like, okay, I need a nap. <laughs> yes. I hope you're getting plenty of opportunities for sleep, especially if you have older kids. Hopefully they're helping out. Well, congrats on your new addition to your house. Congrats on your book releasing. And thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast and talk about your journey. Thank you for having me. It's been fun chatting. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And I hope it encourages you in whatever it is that you want to do that might be new to you and maybe a little bit scary to start because you don't know what you're doing. You don't have the experience. But even more so, if that thing has anything to do with updating or remodeling your home, I hope this episode really encourages you in that. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful if you would share it with a friend. You could text it to them. You could share it on Instagram or some other social media platform. And I am grateful for you for being here. I'm grateful when you share the show. I'm just grateful that you're here listening. And I will talk to you right back here again on the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.